You're listening to a Skewed Orbit original podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Highly Unlikely. I'm your host, Alex Getlin, and this is the show where I get my friends high and teach them about a subject that is so bizarre, it seems highly unlikely, but it is 100% true. Now, my guest today is Brent Pella. He's a hilarious comedian. He's got a great YouTube channel with really funny sketches. My personal favorites are his impressions of The Rock, Eminem, Joe Rogan, and a whole bunch more. In this episode, we're going to learn about Nikola Tesla. <laughs> nice, dude. I'm just finding out about that right now. This is the, I didn't know. I'm excited. <laughs> Do you know anything about Tesla? Uh, he makes great cars. False. Okay, we'll talk about it soon. <laughs> Are you, you're not a regular weed smoker. I'm not. Um, you dabble in cannabis, but it's not like your everyday thing. I dabble. You know, growing up, I was the only one of my friends that didn't smoke weed. Did they make fun like, of you? The only one. They all made fun of me. They thought I was judging them all through high school. I would be, whenever we would be at parties and people would be smoking, I wouldn't be smoking. And so everybody would be like, oh, you think you're better than us, dude? <laughs> and I'd yeah. be like, well, yeah, but like not because you smoke and I don't. Yeah. Um, but no, I never, I never really smoked that yeah. much. Yeah. How are you feeling now? The opposite of low, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling great. Yeah. Enjoyed yeah. that pre-roll outside. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Tesla. Okay. So let me tell you some stuff about Tesla. I don't know, you know, because a lot of people, they kind of know the name through the car. Yeah. But they don't know his impact this guy had on yeah. the modern world. He was one of the most brilliant scientists ever. Yeah. Ever. All right. So a lot of scientists say that roughly 80% of all the technology we have today came from the work of Nikola Tesla. He created the shadow graph, which was the first version of the X-ray. He created the radio, neon lamps, the remote control, and AC current, or excuse me, alternating current versus direct current. We'll get into that more in a second. But this building and pretty much every building you've ever been to is run on alternating current. And alternating current is the reason we have electricity around the world. When did he die? 1943. So... Damn. Why were you hoping to meet him? <laughs> like when, when? When? I'm just curious. No, I just want. <laughs> like if he died yesterday, he'd be like, oh, I missed, oh, I missed him, dude. I should have bought a, a Model T. Different guy. Um, that was him oh, before. Eighty percent of the stuff. Yeah. Damn. Not only that. Check this out. He also predicted a lot of things. So that was technology that he created that led to that directly. These are other predictions that he had in his lifetime that he thought this would come into fruition in our lifetime, okay? Smartphones, or basically he predicted that we would all have devices that we could use to communicate with each other. They would be portable, they would be small. We'd be able to send information back and forth. So we kind of really envisioned like both Wi-Fi and smartphones. He also envisioned AI and self-driving cars and had this vision of, you know, technology being able to like control itself and not really a science thing but he did predict women coming into positions of a pa- of power uh, <laughs> i just thought it was funny yeah how crazy how stupid is it that that, that was like a like a well he uh, was born in 1856 i know so. maybe not how stupid but like it's it's just no, sad it that, that yeah. st- should be a prediction and everybody's like no that's crazy well today like, it's like yeah of today course. it's like yeah of course but yeah 
Yeah, he but back he, then that's, he actually uh, said he was quoted saying the struggle of the human female towards sex equality will end in a new sex order with the female as the superpower. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Tesla yeah. was awake in the 30s. There you go, dog. Oh, my God. He didn't even need a nightlight, dude, because yeah. he hadn't even invented it yet. Because he's Tesla. Well, I'll tell you some other stuff about Tesla. Some inter- he was a very brilliant guy. Weird. Very weird. Okay. Yeah. So he was total celibate. He never had a relationship his whole life. He actually took a vow to celibacy because he thought that having sexual relations would hinder his spiritual powers. So he felt like he was in touch with another plane, and he basically just vowed to never- He was having sex with astral plane people. (laughs) He was astral projecting and having sex in a different dimension. Astral gliding. Astral- Do we curse on this show? You can say whatever the fuck you want. He was astral fucking. Yeah, there you go. If I may. Yeah. He was quoted saying, I do not think you can name many great inventions that have been made by a married man. So, but, you know, he could have been a bachelor, but he, on record, never had, of any, he wasn't gay either. He just never had any relationship with anybody, so. Asexual. I guess so. Yeah. Cool. He was just, he was in love with science, you know? Yep. He had total OCD. He was, he had to do things three times. So, like, he would open his door and shut it three times. He would pull his chair out and everything three times. He's like, this weird thing. He was also a total germaphobe. Mm-hmm. So, when he would go out to a restaurant, he'd have a stack of napkins and he would wipe off the silverware before he ate and then in between bites he would Dude, what are you telling off. me he predicted covid <laughs> <laughs> did he did tesla predict the pandemic there you dude? go dude i know right who is nikola tesla bro i want to see birth records <laughs> passport documents he knew we were coming he didn't this guy didn't just invent batteries dude <laughs> this guy created the bat in wuhan and he knew what was coming there you go that's yeah. wild <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> He'd, he'd do well today if he was if he was around. He would. I feel like if Tesla was alive today, just from like the research I've done, he would be. I get the sense that like his personality, from what I've researched, you know that what's her name that that uh, environmental girl Greta or something. Yeah. Kind of weird. Yeah. But like, I don't know if she's invented anything. I don't think she has. But I think he would be this like brilliant, like, whoa, he's so weird, but so smart. Well, because well, he had OCD. I wonder if he and and all. And the other beliefs. I wonder if he had yeah. other like it things in his like mental things going on that well, would make him less likely to take the spotlight or be like an Elon Musk type person. You know, does that make sense? You know oh, what I mean? Totally. And you're spot on because we're gonna get into that next oh, right now. Yeah. yeah. Learn a little bit more about his backstory. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know why he is the way he is. So he was born in what's today Croatia. He was Serbian in 1856 and he was born in the middle of a lightning storm which is kind of interesting because he like all right told- dude <laughs> i mean come on dude right what at some point the the coincidences become facts yeah that nikola tesla born in a lightning strike yeah uh who throws lightning <laughs> thor god oh right yeah if nikola tesla is not a reincarnation of the lord telling us all what's coming Dude, in 2020 maybe and inventing 80 percent of stuff i don't know man well so he had kind of a tragic moment in his childhood that shook him forever so when he was a little boy about five his brother was thrown off a horse and died in a horse riding accident oh. it happened right in front of him and he said from that moment on he started having these weird visions and those visions would give him the inspirations for his inventions he had a photographic memory too so he would build entire designs for his inventions in his head and then after it was fully built in his head he would put it to paper damn um his mom was an inventor too by the way so his dad was a orthodox priest 
wanted him to go into the priesthood. He was like, ah, I'm not really into the priest thing. But his mom would make little inventions. Like, she made, like, a uh, egg beater out of, like, you know, just little devices at the house. And um, he got really sick with cholera when he was, I think, 17. And his dad was like, all right, if you can beat this cholera, I'll let you go study science. You don't have to go to the priesthood. And he beat it. He did it. Whoa. And his dad's like, all right, well, you can go to science college. <laughs> Flunked out, though, because he got a horrible gambling addiction. What? Yeah. I know. This guy's life is crazy. Oh, my God. Burned through all of his money, went into hiding because he was so embarrassed. You couldn't even see his family. And, like, back then, you could just, like, move one town over and nobody could find you. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. Like today. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. But he gets back and, you know, he, he kicks the gambling addiction, gets back into science. He's really good. He's working for actually Thomas Edison's company over in France. And he's kicking ass. He's doing great there. So he finally gets on a boat to America. His boss is like, dude, you got to go to America. You got to work for this Thomas Edison guy. It's going to change your life. So he gets on a boat. When he arrives to America, he only has four cents in his pocket and a book of poems that he wrote for himself. <laughs> you know, keeping himself busy on the yeah, boat, I guess. Yeah, of course. That's what you do on a boat. And then his boss gave him a letter of recommendation to hand directly to Thomas Edison. And he, the letter said, I know two great men. You are one, and this man is the other. Whoa. Okay. So he gets to America. This is in 1884. He starts working for Thomas Edison. Now, Edison was like a celebrity at the time. So Edison didn't invent the light bulb, but he took someone else's invention, made it more commercially viable, got all the credit. It's kind of an Edison thing. He sure. was he was a good scientist and inventor, but he was a phenomenal marketer. He knew how to like make his name synonymous with inventions. So he was like a celebrity of the time. He built a brand. Yep. I mean, he was an influencer. Edison was the first inventor dude, influencer, dude. Edison would have beat Jake Paul's ass, dude. I swear <laughs> to God. You put Edison and Jake Paul in a boxing ring in the 1700s? When was it? 1800s? 1442 AD? BC? AD, ACDC? We'll get there. Yeah. We he's, will get there, actually. He's stoned. And you put them in a boxing <laughs> ring, dude? Edison is beating his ass. Edison's going to kick the shit out of He's going to knock Paul. his lights out. Come yeah. on. I do. I Come love on, it. dude. Yeah, there Did we go. Did you get that one? Yeah. Did you guys get that? Yeah. Come on. So here's the thing. So Edison, so at the time, there was something called direct current, and basically it would send electricity from the power source through wires to whatever it needed to light up. The problem with direct current is it wasn't very good. It would lose um, power as it went on, and it was, wasn't an efficient way. You would have to have power plants like every few miles to make it work efficiently. Now, Tesla had this idea. He didn't come up with alternating current on his own, but he had a way to revolutionize it. Edison's like, hey, man, I don't want to hear about this. I have all the patents for direct current. I'm focusing on direct current. That's what I want to make my money doing. And he actually told Tesla, if you can fix this machine that I have, I'll give you $50,000, which would be $1.3 million today. Hmm. So Tesla did it. And then he's like, hey, man, I fixed your machine. Where's my money? And then Edison's like, oh, hey, that was a joke. You don't get it because you're Serbian. That's like an American joke. Yeah. Cheated him out of $1.3 million in today's time. Wow. Yeah. Let's, I mean, Thomas Edison, kind of a douche. That's kind of fucked, dude. Yeah. I mean, I've been cheated out of $17 at a comedy club before. <laughs> How'd it you felt, feel? It did not feel good at all. Now imagine if you had a $1.3 million payday and they're like, ah, we're kidding, Brent. Damn. I know a couple clubs that might do that. So. <laughs> So then Tesla quits. He's like, dude, fuck you. I'm not going to you know, work for you. You cheated me out of my $50,000. So he takes a job digging ditches for $2 a day. So he basically stopped. He became, became an Uber driver, effectively. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> No disrespect. I love Uber drivers. Brent came here safely in an Uber. I'm just saying. I did. Thank you, Uber. You know, having, R.I.P. Sidecar. You know, but it's, yeah, right. <laughs> 
But I'm saying, like, think about, like, he he fixed Tom, like Thomas Edison is the king of inventions, right? He fixes one of Edison's designs. Edison's like, nah, and he's like, all right, I'm gonna literally dig ditches, and the ditches were to run the power lines for Edison Electric. Did he know that? I think he had to take the gig. I think he just needed Jeez. to. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, he did know it, but it was. I think it was one of those things where he's like, I just he just needed to work. You yeah. Know? Anyway, so what do you think about Edison while we're talking about him? So. When you were a kid, I'm sure you learned, like, Edison invented the light bulb. Mm -hmm. Right, okay. Um, which is, like I said, kind of true. He made it commercially viable, but he had a storied past. In fact, if you go on Urban Dictionary, the definition of Thomas Edison on there, they say, a total butthole that took employees' inventions to the patent office, claimed they were his, and got all the credit. No way. Yeah, dude. So, uh, yeah. That's funny. You know, a little about Edison. Anyway, so Tesla, while he's digging ditches... He's still going around giving lectures because he's this brilliant scientist, right? So he's, you know, basically he's like driving Uber, going on auditions, you know, trying to, you know, get his next break. Yeah. This guy, George Westinghouse, another inventor and a rival of Edison, he hears about Tesla's alternating current and gives him $25,000, which would have been about, you know, 600000 today, to uh, start working for him. Now, this is what kicked off what was known the War of the Currents. This is what the press called it at the time. So it was basically... Edison's direct current versus Tesla's alternating mm -hmm. current. And again, Tesla had a lot, uh, excuse me, Edison had a lot invested in trying to get alternating current not to take off because he had all the patents on direct current. So even though direct current was a less efficient system, it was just inferior, but he had the name power to try and you know convince people, hey, my system's better. And he was you know greedy and he wanted yeah. the power, right? Shocker. It's crazy how all that literally still happens today. Oh, yeah. I mean, Edison... All the time. Yeah, I feel like he reminds me a lot of, like, different people in Hollywood. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah, totally. And, like, politicians. <laughs> yeah, dude. 100%, <laughs> you know? bro. Um, yeah. So Edison's on a campaign. He's like, I need to convince the public that this alternating current is dangerous. So he pays school children 25 cents apiece to round up stray dogs. So for every stray dog, you get a quarter. And then he does public electrocutions of the dogs with... This is 100% real. With the alternating current to try and show people, hey, it's really scary. Like, this could happen to you. Oh, my God. Think about it. He's killing dogs. In front of people? In front of people. Like... It was the 1800s, I guess. What? That, that was a thing. That, that was just normal? Apparently. Dude. It actually got to the point where he electrocuted an elephant. So, there was... <laughs> this is real, dude. There's an elephant named Topsy. It was Topsy the elephant. And they did this in, like, a public viewing. And they shocked the elephant with 6,600 volts. But the way they did it is they wrapped copper wires around the elephant's feet. And then it stood on a metal plate. And they, like, pulled the lever. And the elephant, like, fell over. Now, in the spirit of full disclosure, the... <laughs> yeah, I can tell you're shocked, dude. You're... you're I mean, it's sick. Yeah, right. Bro. What do okay. you think about Edison? Dick, dude. <laughs> now I hope Jake Paul beats his ass, man. <laughs> So the thing, in full disclosure, though, I will uh -huh. let you know that this particular elephant named Topsy, she'd already killed several trainers and at least one uh, spectator at the circus. So, I, yo, I'm, I'm still on Topsy's side. Yeah. Topsy, R.I.P. Topsy above everybody else. Yeah, but it's just, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's just weird. I get that, like, the circus is probably like, okay, we have to get rid of this elephant. But yeah. it's just, I mean, I don't know. It's also the 1800s, so you'd be like, oh, you need to get rid of an elephant? That's, what a coincidence. I need to kill something I just wanted in public. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I wonder, like. copper fucking wires. Right. What was the conversation between the circus people and Edison? 
where it's like, hey, you're killing these dogs. You want to like step it up? <laughs> yeah. How about it was probably Edison being like, hey, you guys got anything for me? Well, it wasn't working because the dogs and people were like, yeah, you're killing dogs, but like people seem to be fine because alternating current was taking off. Like, yeah. They were both going on at once. And uh, people were like, yeah, you're killing these animals, but like, you know. Yeah. So then he, he, he kills the elephant. People still don't care. But the state of New York is looking for a new way to humanely kill prisoners. So at this time, there were a bunch of botched hangings. So public hangings were the, were the method of choice yeah. for executing prisoners, mm -hmm. right? And I guess apparently what kept happening is that, because ideally you pull the lever, snaps the neck, and they just die. But what would happen... <laughs> Continue so, explaining hangings, so, please. So two, so two things that would happen, either A... Uh-huh, two things that would happen It wouldn't hangings, snap the next they would, like, strangle and, like, throb around. That's thing number one that might happen during Yeah, hanging. and people were like, oh, this is barbaric. Or yeah. worse, it would decapitate worse? the person. Get decapitated. That's thing number two. <laughs> then get decapitated. Just blood would spray everywhere. Keep going. <laughs> is this too much? I know you're high right <laughs> no. now. Yeah. So then the public's like, this is barbaric. And New York is like, hey, we need a new way to kill people. Because I don't know why. Edison's like, ah, I, I, I killed an elephant. Well, so on that note, so Edison was publicly very opposed to capital punishment. Yeah. He was very against it. But these people in New York who were in charge of killing prisoners, they're like, hey, Edison, you're killing all these dogs. What about you help us, like, kill a person? It's a murderer. And he's like, ah. I don't want to do that. And they're like, we'll say that it was using an alternating current to hurt your competitor, no Tesla. No way. Right? Yeah. So Edison's like, cool. Tell you what. I'm going to help you guys build the first electric chair, but I can never be attached to it. Now, we know about it today because it leaked out. Whoa. But the deal Edison made is that he would secretly give them all the guidance and technology to build the electric chair, but they had to use the alternating current generators from Tesla and Westinghouse's company mm -hmm. to try and, you know, further that narrative, scaring people like, look, AC kills people. It even killed a prisoner. Right, right. <clears throat> so first time they tried to use this thing, it was a total flop. So they first pulled the lever. They electrocuted the guy. Didn't work. It, like, fried him, but then he was still breathing. So then they didn't really know how to use the machine properly, so they just, like, jacked it up way higher. And then they said it turned on, and blood was coming out of his pores. His skin was singeing. It was the people who were there said Whoa. it was the most barbaric thing they've ever witnessed. That was the first uh, prisoner execution in New York? By electric chair. By electric chair. They were doing hangings before. Jesus. And they thought that electric chair would be more humane. Yeah. <laughs> right? Obviously. And then, I think they went back to hangings for a while. Of course. I mean, I don't know why they weren't like, maybe we don't have to kill people. Maybe just like lock them in prison forever. No, dude. What kind of logic is that? Got to kill them. People got to go, man. <laughs> Are you pro-capital punishment? No. Okay. No. I don't know. You could be. You could be pro-anything on this show. You could be. I don't. I literally don't know enough about it, but my yeah. gut reaction is no. That's a separate show. I'm also p opposed to it. Just side note. To me, it's like, dude- being in quarantine was so annoying. Yeah. And I know that's, like, not prison. But it's like, like you want to kill right. someone? <laughs> yeah, yeah, almost. <laughs> but I'm saying, imagine living your life in an 8 by 6 cell. Yeah. Right? That's that's pretty bad. I don't think you have to kill the guy. Like, that's pretty awful. It's pretty awful. I, I, I would wonder, and again, <laughs> I do not know enough about this topic but I to even say one preface. more word. Yeah, I, like, should not be allowed to talk on it. Here's my opinion. <laughs> I wonder if there's an argument that is strictly economical and puts the humane, potentially religious, 
potentially like person to person aspect right. aside you're saying and just economically how much is it going to cost to keep this guy alive for the rest of his life versus well, how much is it going to cost to actually funny you say that because do a murder it's more expensive to kill people on average and then to keep them alive because, for the rest of their because life because of all the appeals in the court system because before so it takes a lot this is in the u.s other countries they'll just do it like right away but here in the U.S., the, people sit on death row for, like, decades. Yeah. And their lawyers try to appeal, and it goes to different courts, and they try to argue, well, let's not – let's bump it down, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, because of that, it costs the taxpayer through the court system way more than it does to keep them alive. Well, there – that's where the argument lands. <laughs> yeah. I And I just – I had – yeah, I had Dude, no – you're learning about I'm Tesla. Learning. You're learning I'm learning. About capital punishment. I feel like I brought it – I brought that aspect up without choosing a side. You did. It was great. Very. I'm so like aggressively middle ground. I love it. Dude. <laughs> I just like defer there. No, it's, it's not healthy. I need to form opinions. No, okay. but you know what? I, <laughs> I no, fuck that. I wish more people were like, hey, I, I don't know, so I'm just gonna stay out of it. People, yeah. are like, no, pick a side. It's like oh, my side is like be nice to people. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, I would run on that party. Yeah. I would like to run. Pella party, party, dude. Pella party, baby. Vote there, for me. Yeah, there you Governor, go. Governor, <laughs> 2036. Here we go. 2036. Is he joking or is he serious? Is that an election year? I don't even. I didn't do that. Uh, I I would. I don't know. I picked an even year. Yeah. Okay. So I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll run see. for something. Yeah. Run for like city council. Yeah. School board. Yeah. This, you know. No, it's okay. governor or president. Just that. That's, that's it. That's it. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Let's let's get back to Tesla. Okay. Tesla. So the war of currents is going on, right? So it's all so they killed a guy. They they electrocuted the guy. Did it get blamed on Tesla? So eventually it leaked out that, that Edison, it was Edison. Yes. Now George Westinghouse, who was Tesla's kind of boss, backer, etc., yeah. he had some people break into the office in New York and steal the letters that proved that Edison was giving guidance to the electric chair builders yeah and then it got in the press and people were like but most people were just like whatever man we just want electricity you know right, they, right. like today it's like man whatever dude just don't give us candles again right exactly. yeah yeah basically yeah yeah so here's the thing also at this time people had lights in their houses but they didn't last very long it wasn't so efficient there was now like this big push during the war of currents like all this talk about we could light up the world yeah so in 1893 Tesla wins the bid to light up the World's Fair in Chicago. Have you ever heard of the World's Fair by chance? I have, yes. Yeah. yeah. So the World's Fair, it's like this huge, it's like, you know, going to like some trade show today. It's this massive event, all kinds of art, innovation, technology is there. Getting featured at the World's Fair, it's like getting on like the front page of YouTube or something. I mean, it is huge. Yeah. What, isn't it kind of like uh, Austin City Limits without the music? Or, I mean, South by Southwest? Yeah. Or whatever that tech show is? I think you're thinking in of, Texas, um, uh, in Austin. I know what you're saying. There's um, CES is one consumer electronic. Whichever one was the it whatever might be they, South by Southwest. Yeah, we Fuck don't know. it. It's the it, but it's without musicians. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. So Tesla wins the bid to light at the World's Fair. So for the first time ever in history, two hundred thousand light bulbs get turned on. The president of the United States lights it like flips the switch. It's this big event. <clears throat> Tesla's now world famous. Yeah, he becomes a celebrity. Right after this, he wins a bid to build the first hydroelectric power plant at Niagara Falls. So they use the power from the Niagara waterfall to spin these like super big turbines and it is able to make electricity run 22 miles south to Buffalo, New York, which at the time was like incredible. And it proved that like, oh my God, this really works. You can like, you know, this is the future ahead of us here. So again, Tesla's killing it, super famous at this point. Mm Tragedy strikes in 1895, though, his entire lab burns to the ground. 
We don't know what caused the fire. Kind of suspicious, but everything, all his work, all his designs, everything was burned to the ground in a fire in 1895. Fuck. Yeah, crazy. What? Yeah, okay, keep going. I'm on board. Nope. That was it. We don't know. We'll never know what happened, you know? Yeah, I mean, we know. I mean, it could have been, you know, know, Tommy Eds. I don't know. We know. Maybe. Yeah. Right? There's some. I mean, he was pretty bitter about losing the World's Fair thing. He sounds like a dick. Yeah, total dick, dude. Yeah. But also, this is fun. So Tesla, after this all you know, came out, like he's this great inventor, he became famous. So he had other celebrity friends. So he was really good friends with Mark Twain. You know, the, Oh, shit. Right, cool. yeah. They're like yeah. buds, dude, right? So apparently, Mark, uh, this story, it's kind of hard to prove like the exact nuances if this is real, but Twain had this anecdote he told. Where he and Tesla are hanging out, you know, say, Tesla, you're this great inventor. I have horrible constipation. Can you, like, invent something to help me with my bowel movements? <laughs> so Tesla had this thing called an earthquake machine. And it basically is just like a device that, like, shakes really fast. Oh and it was supposed God. to simulate earthquakes. So he was like, hey, Mark, why don't you hop on my earthquake machine? And we'll just, like, shake you really fast and see if it helps. And apparently, according to Mark Twain, he hopped on it and he ended up shitting his pants. <laughs> right? That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then Tesla's whole lab burns to the ground. He's trying to start from scratch. He's like, ah, I want to invent. JP Morgan steps in. Do you know JP Morgan? Yeah. So JP Morgan was the inspiration for Rich Uncle Pennybags, the character on the Monopoly game. Yeah. So, right. Really? Yeah. That's 100%. Funny. They based yeah. him off JP Morgan. So this so you've heard of JP Morgan Chase. Chase, yeah. Bank, right. So JP Morgan was a real guy. Huge uh, financial success. He owned railroads. He owned steel companies. He owned like everything. He ended up owning Edison Electric and merging with other companies and built what is today General Electric. Oh, so geez. after Edison lost the um, the bid for the uh, World's Fair for his DC power, he kind of faded away from the electricity game. JP Morgan's like, this is not for you, dude. Go do something else. And he yeah. ended up making uh, the first camera and then did a lot of stuff that screwed people out of uh, making movies in the East Coast and helped develop Hollywood. Oh, good. Separate. Cool. Yeah, right. yeah, that's great. Yeah. Also, same thing, real quick on that tangent. Um, he wanted it to be where if anybody used his cameras, they had to pay him royalties for whatever film they made out of his camera and then he wanted the theaters to pay royalties on top of that jeez he, he owned this guy all was, was like the first wme agent <laughs> damn dude yeah <laughs> and so anybody who tried to use cameras so he was based in new jersey so and film was going on a lot in the east coast and anybody who tried to not deal with edison's technology because they're like let's use a different camera like i don't want to deal with edison and his patents he's a dick he would just sue them into the ground so then a bunch of people left and moved to Hollywood and started the first Hollywood film business. So yeah. Edison actually has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame for his like contributions to the oh, film man. industry. Even though they were not, they were like so selfish. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay. That's crazy. So JP Morgan, right? Super rich guy. He's like, hey, Tesla, you're really smart. I have a ton of money. How about I fund you to make new technology that I can make money off of? So Tesla was talking about this stuff where you'd be able to send information wirelessly you know, across, this is before radio was officially out and everything. So it yeah. was kind of that first ideas of that. And JP Morgan's like, dude, that's great. I can make a ton of money off that. I'm going to give you $150,000, which today would be about four and a half million. And I'm going to own 51% of everything that you make. Mm. Tesla's like, I mean, I don't care about money. I just want to like invent stuff. So fine, whatever. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> JP Morgan's like, yeah, great. Let's go for it. So Tesla builds this thing called the Wardenclyffe Tower. So he went out to Colorado Springs, because in Colorado Springs, he wanted to test that when the air pressure is uh, lighter, it's like you high up in elevation, and there's a lot of lightning there. He was running all these different tests. So it was this 187-foot-tall tower 
made of steel and copper, and it was supposed to, like, capture lightning and do all these crazy tests. Jeez. Um, so then Tesla starts hearing what he called rhythmic sounds on a radio receiver, and he thinks he's talking to aliens. He actually went on record, and he's like, I feel like I am the first human to ever communicate on behalf of Earth with another planet. And do we know if that was, like, debunked for any reason? It's hard to prove. They think that it was the signals from this other guy named Marconi, who was uh, an Italian inventor in England who was sending radio signals across the Atlantic. Mm. Now, it turned out – so a little tangent for you, some yeah. more Tesla info. So Marconi, for a long period of time, was credited as inventing the radio. Now, it turned out that he was using a bunch of Tesla's patents and getting credit, and it wasn't really, like, giving fair credit to Tesla. Mm. And Tesla was like, I just want to invent stuff, man. If he makes it, whatever. He wasn't like Edison. Like, he didn't care about suing yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I just want to, like, invent and make stuff. I'm not. Who's in it for the love of the game. Exactly, yeah. dude. Right, yeah. yeah. So then people were like, it's probably Marconi's signals. And Tesla's like, no, I'm pretty sure it's aliens. And J.P. Morgan's like, dude, stop. Like, you, yeah. I, like I'm like i your packer. You look like a crazy person. Yeah. I yeah. have other people that are like J.P. Morgan. Why are so you – So did he blow – when when that happened with Tesla, did he really, like, blow it up? Was he really gung-ho about being like, I, guys, listen to me. I, You know what I mean? Like, yeah. did that become the main thing he was doing was trying to make everybody believe that he spoke to aliens? Uh, it wasn't his main thing because he was still focused on, like, sending information. So it didn't take him out of the office? No, no, no. But okay, it just was like right. a weird – he would talk to the press about it, though. And then J.P. Oh. Morgan – because he was, like, doing press interviews. Yeah. And the people knew he was, like, funded by J.P. Morgan. And people were like, what's up with this guy that J.P. Morgan – you know, Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Would, it basically would be like if you run a sitcom and your Twitter is, like, super weird. Yeah. And the network's <laughs> like, dude, stop tweeting out QAnon conspiracies. I know. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what it was. Yeah. Right? Because he's like – J.P. Morgan's like, you're a reflection on me, bro. I'm, like, funding your science. Yep. Um, But fun fact – Eight months after Tesla died, the Supreme Court ruled that Marconi was illegally using Tesla's patents, mm-hmm. gave the credit back to Tesla. Oh, okay. But it was after he died. So. That's okay. At least he got it. <laughs> yeah, right. So now we know. Um, so while this is happening, Tesla then realizes, because at first the game was to try and send information wirelessly. But Tesla realizes he's onto something where he thinks he can send electricity wirelessly. And he had this dream of basically electrifying the world for free. Mm-hmm. And he goes to J.P. Morgan and he's like, hey, I, I'm on to something. I need more money to finish this project, but I can give everybody free electricity. And J.P. Morgan's like, you idiot. I want to make profits. I don't care. Like, why would I want right. to do that? I can't, like, chop it up and sell it. Yeah. And then Tesla's like, yeah, but we're going to, like, change the world and give everyone light. And J.P. Morgan's like, dude, I'm a billionaire. Like, why would I yeah. want to help poor people? Right. Pulls the funding from Tesla. Warden Cliff Tower gets ripped down, sold for parts to pay off Tesla's debts. What's and Warden Cliff Tower is the big copper thing? That was what Tesla was using uh. as part of his experiments to try. So if J.P. Morgan wasn't a dick, if he was like, you know what? Then maybe we would have had Bluetooth in the 40s. Yeah, exactly. The, truly, right? Yeah. But, but it's just so funny to me that like Tesla, this incredible inventor, is like, I just want to change the world for the better of science. And then the funders are like, yeah, but we have to make insane profits. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, but our stockholders. Right, exactly. But dude. we have people holding stocks. <laughs> so we have to make money. Yeah. No, dude, we're just try- we're literally trying to make people's lives better. These stockholders. It's like, how much money do you need, dude? You know? As soon as I, I think as soon as you have a hundred million dollars, every penny you get, you should be given away. 
a hundred million men. is so much money. I don't think you should be mandated to do it, but like I, I would assume the level. day I have a hundred million dollars, I will literally not accept money for not things. if when when yeah oh yeah, yeah dude. dude I dig that well so much money you could buy an island you could buy fucking anything you need yeah you know we have another episode of highly unlikely you should check it out where we talk about what it's like to have a billion dollars yeah and I really think you know I won't get into too much in that episode. But I really think with these like mega rich guys like Bezos, mm-hmm. Zuckerberg, et cetera, it's too much. It's a power thing. It's so much. because your life can't really keep changing in terms of your buying power. It's just now about like the level of influence you have. Yeah, I think it has to be that. That's it. It's it's influence and power. Um, yeah, it's crazy, dude. A trillion dollars that dude has. We're gonna buy the moon. Oh, Bezos. Yeah. Well, he's he doesn't have. A, can you imagine buying the moon? He's gonna buy the moon. Yeah. Dude, imagine the Amazon hub on the moon, right? Yeah. <laughs> imagine working at the – like, hey, listen, you got to work at the Amazon hub, but you live on the moon. Live on the moon, so – you imagine that? We dude? don't pay for gas. You're, like, bouncing around yeah. the warehouse, right? You're, you're like, packages are floating. Floating <laughs> into their cubbies. Oh, uh, man. All right. Um, so let's go back to Tesla. So in 1916, Tesla's broke. He's out of money. He's living in hotels, bouncing around, you know – he kind of is trying to put it together. He did, at the later part of his life, develop a affinity for pigeons. He actually would feed them. He would take care of them. He would try and repair their wings that if they were broken. Um, they, I guess they would like be on the different like perches and stuff around his hotel. Where, where is he? New York? Yeah, he's okay. in New York. Yeah. And he actually had this one all-white pigeon who he said he was in love with. In fact, he said, quote, I love that pigeon as a man loves a woman. She loved me. As long as I had her, there was purpose to my life. When that light went out, a light went out inside of me. First thoughts. Dude. <laughs> Is he banging this pigeon, bro? I think he might have. I mean, he never took a wife, so. He took a pigeon wife, dude. Yeah. He took a pigeon wife. Tesla's banging pigeon. You know what? Uh, maybe, I don't know. That's so strange. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think you could I, be. I mean, I feel like when you're that smart, you have to be kind of like. Off. He's gotta yeah. have some screws loose up there. For sure, dude. He's he's yeah. He he's uh he's a bit off. But hey man, it's better to love a pigeon than to just be lonely and sad, I suppose. That's yeah, true. You know that's true, right. Maybe the pigeon loved him. So but we don't know. I guess we'll never know. Yeah. But uh yeah, they had something special. Yep. Okay, so by nineteen forty three, Tesla's the end of his life. He passes away in the New Yorker hotel. It actually took two and a half days before they realized he was dead. So the mm, maid damn. was going. He had like the, you know, don't come into my room sign. Yeah. And then I think there was like an odor coming and they were like, what is going on? Maid goes in. He's in the chair like, you know, yeah. just passed away. They think it was some kind of like heart issue with his blood. I mean, he made it to, uh, I think he was 86. So oh, wow. He was old. Okay. Yeah, he, was he made old. it. He, he had a run. good time. Yeah, yeah. You know, even after the, pi- the pigeon died way before he died. So yeah. he kept going. Okay. Probably looking for his next pigeon soul. Sure, made. sure. Yeah. You know. Or a, a sparrow, depending on Could have mixed it up. the season. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the general demographic area. Right. Okay. Yeah. So after he passes away, the FBI raids his office, takes all of his stuff. Now you're learning, why would, what? The, why would the FBI care about the inventions of Nikola Tesla. Well, one invention that he was trying to create was what he called the peace ray. Some other people called it the death ray. So Tesla had this incredible technology that he was learning about like energy force fields and things of that nature. And he believed he could invent a device that through like pushing energy through the air 
he could stop people from being able to move. Like, he could put up, like, a force field wall that would stop armies from being able to invade. He could shoot planes out of the sky. He could stop tanks. So he was convinced that this would, like, change warfare. He was totally against war, and he lived through World War One and part of World War Two before he died. Yeah. So he re- in the beginning of World War One, he was trying to get, like, the Allied powers to, like, take this technology. He was like, this is going to stop war. Like, if everybody has this, nobody can invade each other, et cetera, et cetera. Um, nobody took him seriously. You know, after the J.P. Morgan thing and the aliens are like, eh, Tesla, we're kind of done with you, dude. Um, but he still just sent the information to the Allied powers anyway. Yeah. Which like, please take this. Do what you will with it. FBI doesn't like that because of the FBI. They're like, well, we don't know if we can trust this guy. The person that they tasked with overseeing his documents to see if it was dangerous was none, un- none other than a gentleman named John Trump, who is the uncle of our former president, Donald Trump. <laughs> How weird is that? Whoa. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Hang on. <laughs> Let me. All right. So. Take your time. Hang on. I know you're high. Hang on, dude. <laughs> we were just on pigeon fucking. Yeah. Right? And now you're telling me. Yep. The Trump. It's an uncle of of Don? John John Trump. John Trump is, is Don, Don Trump's uncle. Oh, brother of the J is for John, probably, in Donald J. Trump. Probably. I, I don't know, assume. but I would assume so. This yeah. It's all checking out. Can you Google that, producer um, Rachel? Yeah. So Fred Trump is Donald's father, the brother of John Trump. Right. And John Trump is the one in charge of what now? Taking everything from Tesla? Yeah. So the FBI, they had an office called the Office of Alien Property. Fuck. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. So they take all of Tesla's stuff because they're like, hey, man, he's trying to. Yeah, you're right. It is Do- uh, Donald John Trump. There yeah. you go. Donald John Trump. So named after, middle name after the uncle. Mm-hmm. So the FBI is like, hey, man, we don't know what this Tesla guy is trying to invent. I mean, he's talking to the world about ending warfare. FBI is probably like, eh, maybe we don't want to do that on your terms. We'll do it on our terms. Right. So they raid his offices and they put John Trump in charge of kind of going through all the documents to see if there's anything dangerous in there. And then John Trump was like, no, it's fine. I don't know why you guys thought Tesla was this crazy warmonger. He was actually trying to, like, stop war. Yeah. So that's Nikola Tesla, dude. What are your thoughts? That's wild. He had some other crazy shit about, like, uh, I remember reading something about how he was trying to, like, actively communicate either with um, – being like aliens or yeah. or with inner he was trying to do some interdimensional type stuff yeah he did he was super into the pyramids too of yeah. the, the egyptian pyramids and yeah. thought there was like special energies there and you know that kind of was all in line with that kind of era of time when he was thought he was talking to aliens trying to he would really believe that there were ways you could like transfer really his thing was energy transfer and all the ways you know he might have been able to invent teleportation if J.P. Morgan was like, come on, man, like, you know, let me just give you some more money. I mean, he dude, in the 1800s, he invented the first remote control boat through radio signal. That's crazy. So he had a, a little wooden boat yeah. in like a pond of water in New York, and he was controlling it with like a radio device. And people wouldn't believe it. They thought it, some people, the reports say they thought there was a little monkey inside <laughs> that he had trained to paddle the boat. Yeah, there's a teeny tiny monkey in yeah. there. So he he would that was like his first like oh I can do this so he was really dreaming mean, he dreamt so big. How old do, was he when he had his funding taken away, and had to like stop? 
Um, let's see. So he that. So, but also, did he ever stop? Like he kept doing drawings. I yeah, assume, he, he and... never. No, no. Yeah, he didn't stop because at the end of his life, he was focused on that death ray that he was trying to help to stop war. Right. Which, by the way, that exists now in some form. So the, I know for at least what is it like an Iron Man fucking thing? <laughs> kind of. Just kind of. Boom. So. Israel, the United States, I believe China, a few other countries have this thing called the Iron Dome, and it's a force field that can blow up missiles before they get to point of impact. It's a uh, and with like rays of energy. Yes, basically. What the fuck. Yeah, from Tesla's ideas, dude. dude. I oh, man, I would love to have someone like that alive today, inventing crazy shit. We, it's kind of Elon Musk, but it's not quite. Yeah, Elon Musk. Elon's Elon's. Elon's there though with what he's doing. Tesla was trying to go like superhero mode. Yeah. Elon is trying to go like supercomputer mode. Well, Elon rides that line between like genius inventor, genius businessman. Yeah. Tesla's all inventor, no business. Right. You know, he I mean he had terrible business sense. I mean, you know, and I think it was telling that like he gambled away all of his money when he was in college. Like yeah. he didn't he didn't have a good understanding of finance. He didn't yeah. like you know, he just wanted to make stuff. Yeah. And he was so brilliant, but like weird. Like, a, you know, I mean, anybody, listen, I'm not going to love who you love, do what you do. <laughs> but if you're fully celibate and then you fall in love with a pigeon, <laughs> it's kind of hard to look, a little at, sus. to look at you as like a stable person. Right. right? right. It's kind of like, hard to make me want to invest more. Yeah. In yeah. All right, guys, before we wrap up this episode, I want to take a second and thank our friends over at Stash Monkey. If you've got a stash you're looking to store safely and responsibly, Stash Monkey's got you covered. Stash Monkey is a combination locking smell proof stash box that you can use to store cannabis, prescriptions, or really just about anything you want to store safely. The owner's a friend of mine, and he invented Stash Monkey because, just like me, he's a dad who enjoys cannabis and wants to store his stash safely and responsibly. I own one myself, and it's a great product. It comes with a built-in rolling tray and a removable silicone organizer you can use for things like vape pens and cartridges. Stash Monkey's a big supporter of all of our podcasts on the Skewed Orbit Network, and if you want to order one, head over to stashmonkeystore.com skewed. Again, that's stashmonkeystore.com slash skewed, spelled S-K-E-W-E-D. You'll save 5% on your order, and it really helps out the show. So, Brent, thank you for being on the show. Dude, thanks, man. Anytime I thought about Nikola Tesla before this conversation, I just immediately thought about that movie. Um, the Prestige? The Prestige. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Great reference. Fantastic movie. Yeah, dude. But I You know kept... who played Tesla in The Prestige? Who, who was it? David Bowie. Oh, that's right. Yeah. How weird. I know, right? Good for him. Yeah. Actually, it. Tesla's had been portrayed in a lot of movies. Yeah. Ethan Hawke did him in a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, that's right. That yeah. was the other And one. then a few old yeah. ones that, I, for research, I watched a few clips. of Some of these old Tesla movies were really bad. Dude, movies were yeah. so bad in movies like the 50s. Movies used to be very, very bad. Oof. Yeah. Like, Brutal. Like, super bad. Um but yeah, that's so. I, I always pictured like the spinning, like glowing orb of light. Oh yeah. But this 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 was dope, dude. You have a whole I'm, new perspective so, on Tesla. Yeah, happy to. But know dude, it was such a pleasure yeah. having you. Where can people find you? Check you out, all that good stuff. Yeah, uh, Brent Pella, P-E-L-L-A, on whatever you got. Um, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Hinge, Bumble, 4chan, Reddit, Hotels.com, Pornhub. Uh, <laughs> Love it, dude. And, have you thought uh, about putting your clips on Pornhub <laughs> just to see how they do? I, I did I will because I did one um I did a comedy sketch with an adult actor who's a friend of mine okay. and can you say who 
Yeah, okay, uh, yeah, her name's Madison Morgan. Great, um, okay. and she's a friend, and sure. and so we did this uh, this sketch um, that was super funny. And I don't know. She said she was going to put it on Pornhub because it's kind of like sex related. Yeah, it's about like if a guy takes role play too seriously. Ah, uh, interesting. That's so I'm funny. like the teacher. She's a student, but Love I make it. her write an essay about Mesopotamia. Oh, it's so, so funny. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, yeah. I should put that on there. Anyways, I'll be on Pornhub. If, if you put me on Pornhub. Great. <laughs> all right, guys. So thank you again for checking out Highly Unlikely. Be sure to like, subscribe, you know all the things. We'll see you next week.